think they just kind of want high level stuff. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, Hey, do you have the other thing going over there? Um, Nice. Right. Yeah. Look, so this is without it. This is with it. It creates a little glow. Creates a little, it makes you, it makes you look pretty. Yeah. (laughs) But dude, thank you. Uh, You know, it's funny. Like I haven't, I, so I kind of, I was like, I want to talk to Trevor because I, I actually don't, I I got to meet you like a couple times, but I don't really know you, you know? Um, Yeah. Every time we're hanging out, it's like happy hour or drinking or something. Yes. Yes, exactly. So, uh, and with all the stuff that you have going on with the, uh, with the Jennings and helping them with the, the made for more situation and just the things that you've created in Sacramento, which is absolutely amazing that you get that many people to show up to your, to your events. Uh, like what, well, first off, what, what is it that, that you do for a living? Yeah. So my main job is an insurance agent, you know, primarily just helping people with their auto home life insurance. But outside of that, you know, my passion within work is really just connecting people, meeting new people. Um, When I started five years ago, I didn't know anybody in this industry. I didn't even know where to start. And someone that mentored me just taught me to go out and meet new people every day. So I attended mixer after mixer every week just to try to get like live people in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then now are you from Sacramento? Yeah. Born and raised here, born in 87, went to St. Robert's, um, all the way through eighth grade and then Christian brothers high school. And then St. Robert's Robert's is off, uh, Freeport kind of by was the Hollywood park. Oh, I know exactly. So I have a a son that goes to St. Mary's and uh, plays basketball and we go over there from time to time to play, play basketball in that gym over there. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So private school my whole life out here, but just really didn't know anyone. Private school also kind of like put me in a small bubble. I didn't, you know, meet as many people (laughs) as my public school friends. Yeah. 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 And uh, it was funny, I uh, mentioned your name to somebody one time, and they said, uh, isn't, isn't he a restaurant guy? Isn't he in the restaurant business? And I said, I, I don't know. I know that he has a lot of connections, Adam. I don't know much other than that. And they said, no, I think he used to own a, a few. Yeah, they prior to somebody uh, or what's the deal? No, I owned a sports bar. Uh, out in Madison and Garfield called Chasers. And then the owner of Blue Cube Downtown was my business partner. So I was in that industry for a few years. And that was like my first time being a business owner after my retail job. Okay. Okay. What was your retail job? It was, uh, well, I had a bunch. I, my first job was at Gap and then okay. uh, two years there, then at Apple, which was super fun. And then I graduated in 2009 uh, with my bachelor's in marketing. And it was like right at the middle end of the recession. So I remember going in for job interviews and it was like, I was going against like 40 year olds with a lot of financial or other experience. And I was this new guy at a college with four years of retail. So I couldn't find anything. So I went to Best Buy and worked there seasonally for six months. Nice. So that was it. And then ATP <laughs> after that. Nice. Nice. Selling cell phones. Did you, did you work at the, at the gap uh, in Arden Fair? 
it was a uh, Corte Madera in the Bay Area. Oh, okay. Best Buy okay. in Oak Grove, and then AT and T Downtown Plaza, uh, Davis for two years, Natomas in Oak Grove. That Corte Madera Mall is a nice mall, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It taught me definitely a certain etiquette of how to interact with a certain clientele. It was definitely a fun job. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I never really had to work hard other than folding a bunch of t-shirts. <laughs> but it was fun. Like, we used to have to stay there. So we'd close at like 8, 8.30, and then we'd stay there till 11.30 or midnight folding t-shirts. And then whenever we had to do the uh, inventory audit, they had to scan everything. And back at those times, like, there was like, 80 white t-shirts, 80 blue t-shirts, hundreds of pairs of jeans. And we'd have to like flip them all to be scanned. And uh, man, I don't, I don't miss those days. I feel like that was harder work than, than we're working now. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Little uh, bit. Yeah. So um, now, now that you're all done with all that retail stuff, you're pr- pretty much happy yeah. now selling insurance. Yeah, it's definitely more professional. You know, I love getting to meet people. Um, I've come across people like yourself in different industries that we've partnered up in some capacity to help each other. Um, and it's it's been amazing going from the consumer facing environment to a more professional one-on-one relationship with a lot of people. Definitely has, you know, put life in perspective to me. You know, it's, it's also encouraged me to start reading more and, and do more stuff that's self-development wise. But I will say transitioning from retail was amazing because it taught me the customer experience, how important it is to take care of people in front of you. But this new, you know, the insurance environment also teaches you how to be a professional and and network with other like-minded people. So it all came together well. Nice, nice. So uh, that leading into these mixers that I... I've seen, uh, what, 200 and something people. What, what's the biggest one that like you've put together where? Probably 500. Our, our average was probably 400 guests. And it gets overwhelming at that point because you literally don't know who you're saying hi, goodbye to. You don't know who you're thinking or what you're thinking them for. But yeah. it is like a roller coaster of excitement. Like it's, it's fun bringing these people together in a place that's very neutral, where they can come talk about their business, get to meet other people. And there's really no agenda other than just meet other professionals. Even for my work, I don't really put, you know, my branding on it other than my name as the host. I want people to have a safe space to come and network, whether they're, you know, in a different industry or just starting out. We want people to be able to come and just, you know, grow their business organically. Nice, nice. And then now, like you're branching out, you're helping some other people. You're helping uh, the Zamoras, which I have coming on next. Uh, I just called them yesterday, so that'll be fun. Yeah. They literally just called me yesterday and we're planning it. So they are certainly, um, you know, they're in the same space I am. They're just a professional out there that that want to help more families, uh, more people with their profession and right, get into homes, achieve the American dream. So for me, you know, part of the fun part of the mixer is getting the exposure and meeting people. Yeah. But really the, 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 concept behind it is just to be able to open up doors for people. So Brian's been someone that I actually started my career with because when he was doing real estate, he was actually part-time. I don't know if he told you the backstory of us. He was a part-time agent and I was just trying to make a name for myself. So we came together. We had an amazing lunch. We liked a lot of the same things, you know, we, we clicked uh, personally, but he just wanted to grow his business. So I was with him before the team even started And when I was thinking about who else wants to do events that wants to grow their business professionally and just help people. 
and Brian came to mind because he's been such a great friend. So I, you know, I thought to call him up and launch that event in Elk Grove with him. And I think yeah. we'll be official in April now. Nice, nice. Yeah, he, uh, it was really funny. So my experience with him, I met him at an open house. I was picking up some paperwork next door to the open house. Right. He had yeah. such, him and Molly had such a crazy professional open house. Yeah. I walked up and I said, I don't know who you are. I don't know you from Adam, but I want to work with you because this yeah. is too perfect. Like this is way too perfect. And he was like, thanks. And then I tried to call him like 20 times and he would, he would hang up on me. He wouldn't talk. Oh yeah, to that's Brian, man. You got to get down through that. You got to get past the gatekeepers through the <laughs> yeah. wall, man. That, that's everybody in any business. Like yeah. nowadays, like we used to have to call people 10, 20, 30 times. Now, yeah. like because of everything we've done, it's one time they call us back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know what you went through, man. I am still going through it sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Finally picked up and said, uh, okay, we'll meet for coffee. So we had coffee and then we've been working together ever since. Like it's, it's kind of, that's what networking is all about, right? Meeting yeah. people that you may or may not want to work with for, for most part, people, I think most entrepreneurs are in a comfort stage where they don't want to talk to anyone new. They have their systems, they have their people, but when they start to say yes to things, when Brian took the meeting with you, it opens up doors. Now they do business differently. I even see that the way you guys do your signings, your closing, the way you guys work together it evolves as you say yes and open doors. So for me, the yeah. concept behind networking and marketing was just say yes, meet people. Whether yeah. you're a competitor or in the same industry, we all benefit by working together. Yeah, And that yeah. energy just creates a whole new level of professional that grows you. So by him saying yes, he actually grew as a person when he took that 21st call from you and said yes to coffee. <laughs> exactly. It's funny. I work with, uh, I work with a pretty big agent here in, in like the Sacramento Carmichael area and her husband's yeah. a loan officer, but she's like, I just don't want to work with them. Like we want to have a, <laughs> we want to have a good home life, you know, and him and I get along. You need people for, for different reasons too, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Different faces and different personalities for every type of customer, client, you know, whatever you have in front of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, what's next from here? So you got the, you, you're, you're helping the Jennings blow up their, um, their mixers and their. Yeah, you know, John um, very quickly. So, so John, and his, John is his first mixer, was super nervous, but turned out very well. And yeah. I've already seen him continue it and start to kind of step away from me. You know, he has one coming up next week that he's starting to do on his own and really didn't even tell me about it. I actually just went to his website because I was helping Brian and found it. Yeah. So, you know, my goal is just to really help people because the more successful he is, the more successful you're going to be because he certainly has his eye on you and, and sees you as a, as a co-partner in his work. Yeah. And then that helps me ultimately. So I found that for me, I'm okay today. Like I do enough work to be okay today. My concern yeah. is what does my future look like tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. So part of what I'm trying to do is just build long-term grassroots in the community, just like the stuff you're doing with John long-term. I know you guys have some amazing community projects coming up. But yeah, my yeah. goal is just to help all these professionals be better than they are in any way. You know, sometimes it's not directly a business deal for someone like John or Brian. It's just more exposure to the community it's, it's uh, growing their brand to be well-known in all aspects. I think Brian and John do amazing work in the community. I think they're the true um, consummate professionals and what they do, yeah. but they need more exposure to stand yeah. out from their competitors. 
So by doing this other mixer to help professionals, I think that adds one more layer than just the great open house and then signings. It's yeah. more content on social media. It's helping more people. And you never know. Someone may come along and say, hey, I, you know, I saw your company, what they're doing. I want to work with you. So yeah, me, yeah. That's what this is. No, that's, uh, that is 100% the truth. Um, I've noticed in a big way over the, over the past couple of years, um, just getting more comfortable, even just getting in front of a whole crowds of people and talking and stuff. I don't mind anymore when I used to just curl up and be a wallflower before, you know, <laughs> so, oh, you did your, uh, the, the teacher's event at uh, it, school. Exactly. Us, just stuff like that, it, you know, like you don't always see, you know, it's a, I think it's a feel good moment. You know, it's doing the right thing. Um, it's great for business, but it's also great for the audience in front of you. But long term, you know, a year or two from today, that's when someone's going to actually probably say, hey, I don't know if you remember this, but you gave me a lunch a year or two ago. And I remember that um, early on in my career, I used to go out and I buy people lunch. Just yeah. like I'd go up and down and just buy them lunch. And two or three years ago, I bought um, these employees I saw just out about at a taco spot. I bought their lunch. I actually ended up uh, doing doing their insurance and I was hanging out one night and they were there and I didn't really remember or recognize them. And they're like, I don't know if you remember how we met, but you bought me lunch three years ago <laughs> at a place on K Street that's not even open. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, and like you took a picture, you bought us lunch, just said, have a great day. We remembered you for the rest of our lives. Yeah, and I was like, that's amazing. Was like, you know, the little things you do that you really, really don't get you anything other than self-gratification initially, they do benefit you long-term. You know, it brings a lot of good energy in this world. It changes how people look at us as professionals. So that's where my mindset's at. Like mixers, helping others, like it is truly just this tunnel vision of do the right thing so that energy's in the world. And it, it always comes back to you. It's karma. It's business karma. It's personal karma. Good things come back to you. Love it. So, uh, like going, going to your, uh, business and in, in general, like, um, what, has there been some pretty major changes? I know that there's a lot of, a lot of stuff up in the foothills. Cause I deal with it all the time with loans and, yeah. and people, uh, are you guys seeing like, uh, insurance carriers kind of getting out of the foothills and, and that kind of stuff? Is it, as it, General speaking in the industry, I'm seeing much more restrictions across the whole California. And I think that's partly just because of the climate change and the, the challenges you see in the industry with uh, wildfires. And, you know, I think in the last three or four years, I've just been in the industry. You know, we've seen Paradise. Yeah. We've seen uh, Napa, uh, Fairfield, Vacaville. Uh, and we've also seen LA. Um, now, personally, I haven't been affected too much. You know, I'm still fairly new as an agent. But I will say when I talk to other people in, in any industry, they're getting hit pretty hard with now with people not wanting to do business in certain places. I had a real estate agent call me today saying, hey, you know, there's there's an area we're looking at in, in Amador and in Placerville. How tight are those areas? And I'm like, you know, I look to see if it's eligible. And sure enough, I can't do it. So now, you know, the buyer's concerned that they can't get coverage out there. And, and it is a concern because it is much your options are becoming less and less. And, and yeah. California offers a fair plan. That's probably one of the last resort, just like a FEMA flood program, government program. Um, it's getting more difficult to do, to buy in certain areas. Yeah. Which is yeah. why I think they're pushing electric vehicles, which is why I think they're focusing on energy efficient stuff because 
there's a lot going on out there that's making it hard to be in California right now. You think? <laughs> yeah. It, we, I, I was just talking to a friend when I was before this, and he's like, everyone's talking about moving to Texas. And I was like, well, that Texas storm was pretty vicious, you know, a few weeks ago, you know, like, do they really want to go there? Like, yeah, the cost of living and doing business here is just, it's difficult. It's challenging. Yeah, I get, uh, I get a so I'm, I'm part of a huge group, um, 500 lenders across the country. Um, oh, wow. okay. and we all kind of get together and, um, we give each other feedback. We help each other improve on our businesses and stuff like that. And, uh, I, we also refer business back and forth and I refer so much business out. And in the past three years, I've gotten one, <laughs> one person That's moving out. You know, <laughs> so Chris, when did you, when did you start in uh, the industry? So I got How in, long did you start? so 2001 to 2006, I was in okay. and I got out and it's kind of funny. I, uh, I got into the restaurant business after that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what were you doing in, the, in that industry? So I actually owned uh, a place in Sonoma um, and uh, ran that for, it was like three and a half years. And it got to be where it was like, man, dude, I'm working some crazy hours and I'm only making, you know, like I was like, I, I, there's gotta be a better way, you know? (laughs) So uh, then that's what made me kind of get back and, um, get relicensed and all that kind of stuff in 2013. It was like 2012. I got relicensed and kind of launched. And it's a great time though, because that's when I think homes were, you know, obviously really inexpensive and starting. That was the start of the comeback from the recession. Yeah. And then you've seen the last six, seven, eight years now an amazing turnaround just in the in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's crazy. Like, uh, who who would have thought rates would be where they where they are now? Um, they're still ridiculously low, and people need to take advantage. Historically of low, even yeah. with the increase. What last week? Um, yeah. right, still historically I, low. If you if you if you are historically low and you increase a half of a percent to a, a historic low, <laughs> it's still pretty damn good, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, it's still worth it. I mean, heck, you're going to be borrowing money for, I mean, I don't know who knows what the government really says, but, uh, I'm pretty sure inflation has got to be higher than the 3% that they're charging for interest rates on 30 year fixed mortgages, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Each decade Which, you'll see that. Yeah. It's like the, uh, the debt is actually the, is actually the, uh, investment, not the actual <laughs> asset. So it's kind of crazy. Um, but, uh, so during this process, like were you, and, and at first I was kind of affected the first couple weeks I was affected, maybe month, uh, everything kind of came to a grinding halt and then it kind of started kick back up again. Did the COVID affect your business at all? I think COVID did affect our business because we were working remotely And I will say like for our team specifically, like for me as a person, I don't get work done at home. Like, you know, even if I'm out and about, I get emails. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm more productive sitting at this desk and answering the phones. So it definitely slowed us down a little bit. I think the consumer market, there was so much uncertainty. I think we saw a lot of things pause, um, specifically in the home markets. Like, you know, I looked at 
the volume of business I was writing in those three months and they definitely dipped. And I saw it pick up last uh, quarter of 2020. So I kind of like usually spring and summer are phenomenal for the housing market, right? Yeah. Home buyers are buying. That's when the inventory comes alive. It was amazing. You know, the past few years, specifically from March all the way to like October. And then, you know, yeah. people pause for Christmas holidays. They hold their inventory early on for the spring buyers. So that cycle for maybe four years of my career has been amazing. And then last year when COVID hit and things started getting shut down, you know, we saw a lot of pause, a lot of everything on hold, but I did notice come summer and fall, the business picked up. So I think everything for us just shifted three months because yeah. we certainly had an incredible fourth quarter. Um, personally, a lot of uh, amazing homeowners finally closed. We're rushing to close even around Christmas time when generally we don't see a lot of activity. I know. So I just think we saw 2020 shift the buyers because I think the housing market's incredible right now. Yeah. It is just, I, I've never seen anything like it. And you really kind of, so is it, is it homes and auto is pretty much your, your go-to or are you doing, do you do, you do life, right? Or do you? I do life too. Um, for, for me and my office, we've mainly focused on, on home and auto specifically home because of my relationship with a lot of people out there. They know we're looking for those home buyers or, or that's where we're really competitive. Um, but you know, I, I think for cars, I think, I think COVID made people relook at their lives. Even for me, you know, I looked at, I did some self-reflecting over the last month or two, and I've realized that, you know, I had to reprioritize how I operate. So I started to revisit my expenses and how I shop. And I know a lot of our consumers or customers did the same. And, you know, we saw people who I've had friends reach out that I haven't heard from in years that I've been bugging to say, Hey, let me quote you. Yeah. And finally they're calling me saying, Hey, you know what? COVID's changed a lot of things. I think I'm paying too much or this happened or this happened. You know, I'm starting to notice more people reach out now because of COVID. So at least from my perspective, I think aside from, you know, the people we've lost or the people that have gotten sick in our lives, I think that's been the hardest part of COVID. It has made a lot of people rethink how they live their life. More people yeah. are working remote, more people are at home alone, right? There's a lot of mental health things going on there. Even for me, it made me self-reflect. Now I'm reading one book a week. I'm really focused on deep nice. relationships, friendships, reevaluated my life, you know, even talking yeah. to you, it's, it's, you know, I've been, I want to do this because these are therapy sessions to me. It, it allows me to share opinions, thoughts I've had. And it yeah. also allows me to reflect and look, say like, okay, how much growth have I had since the last, you know, talk what about book you right now? I'm reading a book on relationships um, called the secrets to lasting love. And I'm doing right. it for multiple reasons. I think it's amazing for spouse relationships, but I also look at it friendships, yeah, referral partnerships. And it talks about the five layers of communication and it starts high level. And then at level three, there's a conflict barrier where you break through and you start to open up and you have these conversations Yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's not just what's new. How's your day going? You know, great. You know, we're busy. That's Friday. You're going to enjoy the weekend, but yeah. you know, what's been going on in your life? You know, how are you feeling? How do you feel about what's been going on in, in you know, with 2020 and how's it affecting you personally? What are you seeing? So once you start going to that level, it deepens relationships. So I'm taking that approach across my life in terms of friendships, you know, my girlfriend, my referral partners, people that I just casually talk to. And that's really helping me really get to know people and take a better look at it. I, I got to get that. <laughs> I got to get that. Yeah, super old school. I, I saw the book and I didn't want to read it. And one of my customers, I was talking to late and, and she was telling me an incredible story about some personal stuff she's going through. And I was like, okay, like, I need to, I'll read one book this week. What is it? 
<laughs> and I looked it up and I, and I didn't want to get it at first because it looked like this old school cliche book that you would pull off at any like library. It didn't look like a new cool book that you see sitting at Barnes and Noble bestseller. But I will say since I've been reading it, um, it has definitely changed my perspective on how human interaction or how we open up to people. It, it yeah. deepens intimacy to everybody, friends, you know, referral partners. It's very important that we have that. So it's nice. a good book. I'll share it with you after. <laughs> Sounds good. You'll like it. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, and then I know you you got that new pad. Uh, you moved over to uh, what? You're over in Natomas now, right? Your office? Yeah, South Natomas off Garden Highway, an amazing spot. Um, I was in retail for years prior because it was comfortable. This office space, I just wanted something a little larger, more professional. Um, you know, it has a really nice view. It's second story. Um, and that to me was about growth. So like a lot of my decisions... Every time I've done something, whether it's business related, um, you know, something personal, I just try to like beat it by a little bit. And I think I've realized my whole life I've been like that. I've never had huge leaps and bounds in my life. Like I've never, I've watched a lot of other people achieve quicker success. That's never been me. Like even in yeah. school, I was a slow reader, slow learner. I was always behind. But I've realized in my career, as I make small improvements each month, each year, I've reaped the benefits. So even my office, you know, I had a five-year lease prior. I didn't really love it, but it was comfortable to me. I just wanted something a little nicer, a little better. It wasn't a drastic change, a little more square footage. Yeah. Um, I went to office space from retail, just a little more in rent, about the same when you actually factor in your expenses. So yeah. for me, this office was just an evolution of me as a person. So uh, you don't get like, uh, I have a buddy that uh, also does what you do and he's right on like a main drag, like right on Marconi. And I've never been a walk-in walk like, I don't, I don't know what it is. Is it, is it my, am I scary in pictures? <laughs> do I not smile enough? Like, I think they're going to either my business page or looking online and they are afraid or maybe i'm not the friendliest that's what it is it has to be something <laughs> maybe i don't know i'm all and i maybe i built my business too to be you know to be referral based that's yeah. why you know we go back to the mixers and that stuff because you know, i want people to think of me when they need me yeah so maybe it's just the way we've done our businesses and maybe i also need a giant billboard on watt avenue like that's what you that's need what it is i'm gonna yeah. You know, billboards are expensive. Maybe that's what it is too. I don't, I don't pony up the money, so I don't get the walk-ins. I think there's a correlation there that you're like making me think about. Yeah, I just like to put all my money in, like you know, like treating my people out for like a lunch or a meal and get to know them. So I yeah. think, I think it's strategy too. And, and for me, it's always relationship and uh, and value and what we do for people. So yeah, just totally different business models. Nice, nice. Uh, so where, uh, if people wanted to reach out to you, get set up with some insurance, get, get that kind of stuff, where would they track you down? How would they get to you? Cause I, I know the easiest way is RTF work. isn't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> I think the best way is just the direct, I'm, I give out my cell phone to people. So I give that up to everybody. 916-996-5024. It's online. You can just Google Trevor Fong and you'll find all that info online. Nice. Um, also, uh, Ellen, what is the name of that company that does the tap cards? Oh, um, Dude, you got to get one. You could put TF on this card. I ordered one. So the next time I see you, I'll show you. And it's a, it's a business card that you just tap on people's phone and it transfers all your information. 
I've heard about those and you're actually like the 30th person to tell me. And this is how bad I am with technology. I haven't even looked at it or like, it's not even that I don't want to do it. Like that sounds so amazing to be able to go to events and do that. Cause especially yeah. with COVID and just the environment, but I'm so afraid of new technology. This is why I'm slow to adopt. Like I'll have one of those things, but it'll be five years from now. And then we'll be at John's mixer. And then you'll have this like hologram clear thing. Like you hold up to your forehead and it like displays your info. And I'll be like, I'll be like, Chris, tap my card on your thing. And you'll be like, that was five years ago, man. Like, we, you're late. I was like, I just got it. Okay. Well, so I'm behind. I'm super scared of technology. When I go on calls like this, yeah. I do pen and paper. I can't do the iPad. Like I'm old school still. When I pay my rent every month, it's with a check. I hand okay. a check. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know why. I'm uh, still not fully up to date on Venmo, man. People are still educating me on Venmo. I'm a little behind <laughs> the times. Um, and then do you, you have a team, big team, small team? Yeah, so there's going to be four of us soon. Um, but yeah, I have two here, um, Ali and Kiara. They're amazing. They definitely um, are very detailed. They're incredible. They, they do amazing, amazing work. They are so caring. And the thing I love about our office or my culture is whether you just have a basic question whether you need a quote or whether you just need something, a touch up, you know, everything, every time we talk to a customer or client, we get super excited and happy. Like we enjoy the interaction. And I learned that in my retail career. I remember for me, um, it wasn't just about making the sale. It was about the service behind the sale. It was about keeping the promise that, you know, when you do business with, with that person, you get excellence. Um, I recently had a uh, home buyer reach out to me and I helped her 10 years ago when I was back at downtown Plaza Mall, way before it was Doco, I helped your parents get a phone and they had some overcharges uh, because they went to France. So they got their roaming fees yeah. and it was accidental. So I credited it to their bill and I, I expected nothing. I just, I thought it was the right thing. It was accidental. They had been longtime customers and she signed up with me for her condo insurance because I'd helped their parents 10 years ago, just doing by doing the right thing. Nice. So for me, you know, it's always been doing the right thing goes you never go wrong doing the right thing. Never yeah, goes wrong. Yeah. And so, uh, so you said, so this kind of, uh, you just said, we're, are you adding on? Are you hiring? If people wanted to come on? Yeah, board? we have two more coming on. Um, they're getting licensed. So we'll see how that is. Just to, just to have, scale the business to grow. You know, we nice. certainly are probably okay running very efficiently with what we have. But, you know, my goal is to drive in more referral partners I've been meeting with new agents, new real estate agents from all over, you know, every week I have, you know, five new ones in the office. So yeah. eventually, maybe not today, maybe not next month, but eventually those people are going to send this business. Yeah. If some of them get connected with you, you know, guys like John, eventually they're going to scale their business and have more agents. They're going to recruit and they're going to send you more deals. So yeah. we need to be able to handle that long-term, but that's yeah. coming. Nice. Nice. Awesome, man. Well, dude, thank yeah. you so much for jumping on here with me. Dude, it's been a pleasure because every time I see you, we're either at a happy hour yeah. or like in a social event where you're just listening to my bad jokes. It's <laughs> nice to actually sit across from me and get to know you, but that's crazy. I didn't know you were in the restaurant industry too. So you know the hustle and the uh, yeah. the hard work and how the hard this work. side is. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. 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 Um, and uh, we'll have you guys come over uh, here shortly. My 75 hard ends next week. So I'll be able to have people over at the house. I've been counting things. down the days because every time I see you, you were either in the early or later stages. So I like have to set a reminder on my watch got, just to look out for you. I got six days left, dude. I'm just like, whew. yeah, it's almost done. 
one night with me, you're going to give back all 75 days. So we'll go easy and uh, you can hang out with Brian. Brian's on his hard 75 too, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. We were at dinner the other night, you know, because they got engaged and I wanted to just see him. And, you know, they're they're gushing with love and great energy. Yeah. Um, they were just watching me drink the whole night. So it was, it was depressing. <laughs> it wasn't fun. That's awesome. <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, I got them coming on next. So uh, we'll talk about you. Okay. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Have a good one, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. Bye. That is funny.